0: spread the gospel of jesus christ on the platform that has been provided for us hey listen we have our morning encounter we have rewind bible study on wednesday nights at 7 pm we have sofa talk with pastor jt which is myself and that beautiful lady fenita listen we also have a, a young love couples ministry with the gills, we have a mafia team talk for the teens. So we have a wide spread of things, of content to share to you on our social media platform, which is YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe today. And don't forget to hit the like button on each and every video that you see. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.
1: in-house productions with your host, Pastor J.T., Senior Pastor of House of Deliverance of Crowley,
2: Texas. We hope you enjoy this broadcast. This is an in-house production.
1: to, God, to get your ear, God, but we need you like never before, God. This world needs you, God. Our country needs you, Lord. Afghanistan needs you this morning. Louisiana needs you this morning, God. So we're pulling on you, God, like never before, God. Go to Florida this morning, God, like only you can, Lord. Oh, God, send your peace and your protection, God, over every state, God, that has been affected by Hurricane Ida, God, on this week, God, and for the things that are coming. God, we ask right now lord in the mighty name of jesus that every family member that we have represented in those states god that are coming in contact with that hurricane god that you protect god like never before god said we didn't understand what the anointing was the full unadulterated gospel we preach it and we say it all the time but god said let me show it to you i don't want to just read it on a, in a book amen i don't want to read it on the internet amen but i want to feel it when i walk out the wheelchair when they walk through the door. I want horse to be repaired when they walk through the door. I don't want church as usual, but I want the of glory of God to rest in this place, y'all. That's why I come I preach the way that I do, because I know that there's a place that we can touch God, that other people can't touch him. I know that there's some things that we can say that other people can't say and get God's ear. I know that there's some things that we can lay out and body. Amen. We give God glory this morning. Amen. For being back in the house of the Lord. One more time. Amen. Come on, put those blessed hands together if you're glad to be back in the house of the Lord. Amen. One more time. Let's go ahead and stand to our feet. Amen. Good morning, HOD. Amen. We give God glory this morning for those of you that will be joining us this morning uh, for our worship encounter amen we give you glory amen for being with us today amen we thank god amen because you could tune in to any other broadcast we thank you for joining us this morning welcome to our youtube family this morning come on y'all give our youtube family a hand this morning amen if you have not had an opportunity i'm gonna ask you to go ahead and please share the broadcast just hit share on youtube Send it to your Facebook page, inboxes, whatever you like to do, share this broadcast this morning, amen. Also, make sure that you like this broadcast this morning, amen. If you would like to become an online member, amen, in person member, please do so at imhod.com, amen. There's also a lot of information there regarding our services what we stand for amen who we are amen there's also different ways to give on that app as well amen that is again i'mhod.com. that's i am hod.com amen you can also become an online partner with us at www.wearemafia.com amen where we give back amen to our community amen and those in need so if you know anyone in need please don't hesitate to call we are giving out food amen Monday through Friday by appointment only Uh, the number and all the information is on the website as well amen amen I'm excited to be back in the house of the Lord one more time what about y'all amen how many came anticipating something from God today amen it don't help if you're not anticipating amen if you just coming for church as usual you gonna get a church as usual experience amen but i thank god amen that i got something down on the inside that is hungry and thirsty after righteousness this morning amen wouldn't want to be nowhere else amen but in god's presence amen so we certainly give god the glory and the honor but being who he is in our lives amen we do want to be praying this morning continuously for our brother Brenda's dad amen amen that God will heal him amen speedy recovery for him amen we're going to continue to pray for those affected by COVID-19 amen we know it's a lot of people that we know that are sick with COVID right now so we want to be praying touching and agreeing with them as well amen i have several prayer requests that came through uh while i was sitting and waiting after prayer for prayer for uh people battling covid um people coming out of surgeries or having a successful surgery so we want to be making sure that we pray for them as well i want to pray for uh brother antoine pray for his mind this morning pray for his body that it lines up with the word of god today amen how many know that everybody is kind of in a struggle right now everybody's struggling in their mind we're being fought in our minds, amen? So we want to make sure that we are praying one for another, amen? Praying that our minds line up with the Word of God, that our thoughts, amen, are, are, are the way they should be or where they should be, amen? Amen. So we want to make sure that we strengthen one another, amen, in this process that we're in. Amen. I also want to continue praying for the body of Christ this morning as a whole, amen? Because how many know that the church kind of, the church then lost its way? Amen. And so I want to be praying for the body of Christ as a whole, um, continuously throughout this month. Amen. And I just want to be praying for uh, Brother Bodine's wife. Amen. For Speedy Recovery. I believe she'll be released from the hospital today. So everything went well with her surgery. So we want to be praying for them. Amen. I want to pray for Sean. Amen. Who is battling COVID uh, this morning. I also want to pray for Peyton, who is... Um, going in or either coming out of surgery, amen, I want to be praying and agreeing with them as well that God carried the hands of the surgeons, amen, and that he takes care of them, amen, I also will be praying for those of you that are in the congregation this morning, amen, just slip your hand up towards heaven and just say, Lord, you know what I need, and that's why I'm in the building today, do it for me, God, in Jesus' name, amen, amen without further ado amen we're going to have our mission and model reading this morning amen praise the lord and then we're going to have our uh scriptorial reading and then we're going to intercession amen is that all right amen praise the lord so our motto reads it takes a village to save a soul serving god through serving others each one reach one our mission statement reads The mission of House of Deliverance is setting the captives free by ministering to the brokenhearted and maturing them spiritually. We want to be able to bring the good news to those that will listen. We must work wholeheartedly to bring God's Spirit working in them. We are called to teach that salvation is available through faith in Christ. We are to be encouraging in heart, unified in love, committed to carrying out Christ's work. As Christ works in us, we are to tell others about Him. Who do you know that needs to hear this news? Isaiah 61, 1 through 3, the year of the Lord's favor. Come on now, we were going to say this with some boldness this morning. Amen. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beautiful ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. I am, H-O-D, H-O-D, that's my church, amen. Praise the Lord. I give God glory this morning, amen, for his word, amen, being able to stand on his word, amen. Everything else is going down in this world, amen, but the word of God, amen. That's the only thing that will stand. That's the only thing that's going to keep us, and that's the only thing that's going to help us, amen. The word of our God, amen. So we're going to have our scriptural reading this morning, and it's found in the book of Psalms 118 and 17. And it declares this. I will not die, but live, and tell of the works of the Lord. The title of our prayer today is Truth Is, I'm Free. Somebody just look at your neighbor and say, Truth Is, I'm Free. Tell them you may not see it, I may not be acting like it, may not be walking in it, but the truth is, I'm already free. Lord, have mercy. Pray this prayer with me. Thank you, Holy Ghost for the grace to overcome and for the wisdom to filter the facts that are true I'm so glad I know the truth and because I know the truth I'm free and I walk in the joy of the Lord in Jesus name I'm not consumed with survival And I'm not dying, that I let the days and the weeks go by without living. I declare I have the grace to enjoy my life, and not just endure my life. (laughs) I decree and declare that I'm living abundantly, and not just barely. I commit to myself that I will not waste another day solely focused on my enemy. I will not die not before I've lived. I might be in a fight but I'm not I'm, but I'm going to enjoy my days. I might not have everything I want but I'm going to enjoy what I have. I might not be exactly where I want to be, or where I think I should be, but I'm going to enjoy my life just where I am. In Jesus' name, I pray. I pray for peace this morning and for wisdom and for courage and for strength and for freedom from negative perspectives and from negative people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Somebody just holler out, the truth is I'm free. Say, I don't care what it looks like. I'm free amen praise the lord hallelujah i give god glory for that declaration on this morning because sometimes you can feel like you're not free amen but the bible says that before the beginning of the earth before the foundations of this world god did everything and he rested on the seventh day that means my freedom my deliverance my righteousness everything i ever need was already done amen now i just have to walk in that place amen and i give god glory this morning amen for the fact that i'm free hallelujah i don't have to know it right off the back i don't have to tell it to nobody don't have to show you amen but i can decree and declare that it's already done hallelujah God, we just thank you this morning, Lord, hallelujah, for always reminding us, God, hallelujah, of your works, God, in our life, Lord, of the things that you've already mastered in our lives, God, the fact that we just have to walk it out, God, we just ask for strength this morning, God, to walk out what your word already says about us, God, that we may believe the truth of your word about each and every one of us, God, we give you glory today, Lord, hallelujah for being our Lord of Lord and King of Kings hallelujah you are the great I am hallelujah you are the sacrificial lamb that was slain you are he that is and was and is to come God we give you glory today God hallelujah that you are the truth God and make every devil a liar today God we give you glory in this place today God because you are Elohim God you are El Shaddai God you are Adonai today God you Yahweh, Lord. You are my God and my Redeemer, God. You are my strength today, God. Hallelujah. And we don't take it for granted, God, but we thank you lord we say thank you god for your mighty hand god in our lives god we thank you for your mighty works god in our life god hallelujah we thank you for the blood that you shed on calvary that we may live god and have a right to the tree of life god nobody but you god hallelujah come on y'all who is likened unto our god there's nobody like our god hallelujah there's nobody like our god hallelujah So, Lord, we give you glory today. Hallelujah. We give you the praise and the honor today, God, hallelujah. Lord, we say, have your way, God. Do what you want to do in us today, God, hallelujah. Say what you want to say to me, God. Speak intentionally to my mind and my heart today, God. Speak expressively in my ear, God. Hallelujah. That I may grab the horns of the altar today, God. That I may come back, Lord, hallelujah. We dedicate my soul to you, Lord. We dedicate my heart, God, my members back unto you, Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God, those that have turned away, God, from the faith today, God, we ask that you renew our minds today, God. You said to be renewed, God, by the transforming of our minds, God. Transform our thinking today, God. Get rid of that stinking thinking on the inside, Lord, and cause us to line up with your word, God, that we may be the men and women of God you created us to be, God. Walking, not just in a calling, God, that you've invited us to, God, but walk Walking in our God-given purpose God and destiny in this hour Lord hallelujah oh God we we know God the time is winding up Lord we want to walk circumspectly before you God not looking to the left nor to the right God but help us to stay on a straight narrow path God one that causes us to walk line upon line precept up upon precept, God not looking to the left nor to the right oh but we're crying out today God that you keep our mind stayed on you God you Said in your word, God, that they that keep their mind straight on you, God, that you will keep us in perfect peace, God. I don't care what the reporter of CNN is today, God. I don't care what they were reporting on 4, 5, 8, and 11, but I believe the report of the Lord today, God. I believe what you have said about us today, God. I believe that I am the head and not the tail, God. I am above and never beneath, God. I am first and I am never last, God. I give you glory today, God. Hallelujah oh cuz I'm an heir to the throne today God I give you glory God that I'm walking in my divine victory today God I don't care how defeated I may feel don't care how defeated it looks around me God but I know that the fight is already fixed hallelujah the fight is already fixed God oh God and we're on our 12th round Lord we give you glory today God that the bell is about to sound God oh Lord and we'll be able to throw our hands up God with the victory on our lips come on open up your mouth put those hands in the air and say I got the victory I got the victory today come on declare it out of your mouth I don't care what it looks like I got the victory hallelujah I got the victory today, hallelujah. Truth is, I'm already free, hallelujah. Because the Bible said who the son set free is free indeed. Truth is, I already have salvation. Truth is, I'm already delivered, hallelujah. Truth is, I'm already filled with the Holy Ghost. Truth is, I am who God say I am today, hallelujah. I believe the truth of God's word today, hallelujah. Make every devil be a liar, hallelujah. In this house, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, we came for combat today, God. We came for the war cry today, God. We came, God, hallelujah, decreeing and declaring your word, God. You said that at the end time, God, greater work shall we do, God. That you've given your, your men, young men dreams, God, and visions, Lord, that the people may watch, God, see, and run therein, God. You said that without a vision, the people would perish, God. But we give you glory today for vision, God. We give you glory in now God for being able to see with our spiritual eyes God we give you glory today that after the service today God we'll be able to see God spiritually in this house God in the mighty name of Jesus come on tell the Lord thank you for my spiritual eyesight thank you Lord hallelujah glory to your name God I give you glory today God hallelujah that I know who I am God I give you glory today God that I know who I am God hallelujah I give you glory today God hallelujah that I know God that before the foundations of this world God you deemed me victorious God hallelujah you deemed me saved set free and delivered and God for that today I say thank you Lord I thank you for reaching way down in the and miry clay pulling me out of the enemy's hands, God. I give you glory today, God, hallelujah, for setting me aside, God, setting me apart for your use and your glory. I give you glory, God, hallelujah, for the burden, God, of prophecy, Lord, that has been placed on my life, God, hallelujah. Oh, God, that we may hear, God, and live on today, God. We give you glory today for life, Lord, and that more abundantly, God. We give you glory today, God, for the blood that you shed on Calvary, Lord, that we might have a right to the tree of life we don't take it for granted today God it's in you Lord that we move God that we live and have our being God we say thank you today God hallelujah thank you today God hallelujah thank you today God hallelujah Hallelujah. for who you are God in our lives today oh God you are the first and the last you got the last say so God and we give you glory today God you are the author and the finisher of our faith God we don't take it lightly god but we thank you for ordering our steps god for the word of god said that the that the steps of a good man are ordered by the lord hallelujah order our steps god hallelujah give us tunnel vision in this hour god oh god that we don't be swayed by what we see lord in the mighty name of jesus oh god and we ask now that you forgive us god for every sin hallelujah and the weight that so easily beset us god in this hour god calls us god to seek after you lord hallelujah while this day but you said that no when night coming no man can work cause us to come running after you lord hungry thirsty after righteousness you said they that come hungry and thirsty after righteousness shall be filled those that came hungry today god You told me you have a special blessing for them God. Hallelujah. Those that came hungry today, God, you said that you will fill us up today, God. Hallelujah. So we lift our cup up to you, God. Empty, God. Hallelujah. We came empty today, God, so that you may fill our cups in this hour, Lord. Fill our cup, God. Fill us up till we overflow, God. Permeate every every foul and filthy spirit, God. Permeate everything in us that's not like you, Lord. Purify our hearts even now, God. Bring us back to the bleeding side of Calvary, Lord. Oh, God, like only you can, God, put a hook in our jaw this morning, God, call us to say yes to your will, Lord, and yes to your way, God, yes to your will, Lord, and yes to your way, God, I'll obey you, God, I'll obey you, Lord, even when it don't feel good, I'll obey even when it don't taste good, I'll obey, God, even when I don't understand it, I'll obey when everybody walk off and leave me, God, I'll obey, hallelujah, hallelujah, Oh God, fill us up today, Lord. Fill us up today, God. Hallelujah. We came, God, with our spiritual ears ready to receive today, God. Don't allow not one person to leave out of this place the same way that they came in, God. But we're asking for a fresh anointing. Hallelujah. Refresh us anew in this house today, God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus, cause your anointing, God, to fall in this place. Not to make preaching easy, but that yokes will be destroyed today. That bondages will be lifted off of our lives, God. General cur- generational curses, God, got to go today, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That spirit that causes us to waver back and forth, God, between white, right, right and wrong. We curse it now, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God, we ask that you bless your preached word. Send it with power, anointing, and authority. In the name of Jesus. That we may hear. And we may be set free. In the mighty name of Jesus, I bind up every fall and the spirit of the enemy that will come against your word, that will come against my body, that will come against our minds in this house that will distract us. We come against the spirit of distraction, confusion, lack in this place today. We release your anointing, your power, your authority, your ability to hear, in the spirit realm the ability to understand who you are God in our lives hallelujah we thank you now God hallelujah we pray God for every prayer request that was submitted this morning God, we touch and agree with every person that is sick in their bodies, God, with COVID. We pray for every person in or out of surgery today, God. We pray for Brother Antoine's mind today. We pray for Brother Bodine's wife, God, and her recovery, God. We ask, God, in the name of Jesus, that you give us speedy recovery, God. In the name of Jesus, touch her mind, her body, even now, God. We pray, God, for Brother Brendan's dad, God, that you cause mine, mind, God. Oh, God, to be repaired, restored like never before, God. In the name of Jesus. Restore his body even now, God, back to his full capacity, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we bind every foul and filthy spirit, God, hallelujah, that will come against his recovery even now by the power and authority of the Holy Ghost and the precious, precious blood of the Lamb. God, I pray for every person that's under the sound of my voice today. You know what every person stand standing in need of. We ask that you meet every need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. We pray for every person that is joining us on live this morning. I we ask that you bless them, bless their households, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Now, come on, clap those hands like you know you're free. Our prayer scripture said this morning that I'm free. Truth is. I'm already free truth is it don't matter what the enemy got to say about it I'm already free hallelujah and I give God the glory and the honor hallelujah and the praise hallelujah do y'all mind just worshiping with me just a little bit hallelujah just giving God the fruit of your lips come on you know whenever you come in and you're ready to receive something to be receptive you have to open your mouth and let God know. I let you in, God. Come on. I, I invite you in, God. Into my heart and my soul and my members. I invite you in so that you can have your way through your word so that I may be free. Come on, let him know he is Alpha and Omega. We. to you Are you're telling the Lord is you are first and you are last. Hallelujah. Come on. Let me hear you sing that. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy
2: to be raised. We give you all.
1: give him all the glory. Can't nobody take his glory. But we worship you Lord. You are worthy. Glory God. Hallelujah Jesus. Y'all press, y'all press. Come on, let Him know, Lord. We came to magnify Your holy name today, God. Hallelujah. We didn't come for no other reason, God. Hallelujah. But to give You the glory, God, and the honor, Lord, so that You can move on my behalf today, God. I need something from You today, God. Hallelujah. I came hungry after You today, God. Hallelujah. I didn't come because I was invited. I didn't come, God, to be looked at. I came because I you today lord hallelujah i need something from you today god hallelujah
2: oh
1: glory god move in this house god hallelujah in the name of jesus glory to your name god hallelujah we give you all the glory we give you all the honor lord hallelujah We worship you, our God, because you are worthy to be praised, God. It don't matter what it looks like, you're worthy to be praised, God. It doesn't matter what I feel like, you're worthy to be praised, God. Hallelujah.
2: Oh, glory,
1: God. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. Come on, I dare you to press, come on, I dare you to press in this presence. I dare you. You are worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, y'all, come on. Come on, press hallelujah, press hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. Press, hallelujah. That's one thing we got to learn how to press in his presence. We leave this place em- uh, still empty because we don't know how to press and get what we need. Come on, I day you to press this morning. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We magnify you, God. Hallelujah. We magnify you today, God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Glory, God. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. Glory, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, don't stop your praise. Hallelujah.
3: Will your spirit still say yes? There is
1: Will your heart and soul say yes this morning?
3: Now will your heart and soul say yes? Will your spirit still say yes? Yes. If I told you what if I told I you what really
1: he really needed, would you I still tell him, tell him yes?
3: Would your heart and soul say yes? Now, will your heart and soul say yes? spirit still say yes. God is saying, there is more that I require of thee will you hide say yes will your spirit still say yes if I told you what I really need from Would your heart and soul say yes? So just say yes. Yes. Open up your heart and tell the Lord yes. yes.
2: She yes, C-S- <S-S- S-S->
1: Lord yes come on out of your belly tell him yes And yes, God won from us this morning, y'all. God is calling us out of those dry places this morning, y'all. Come on. Come on up a little higher. Come on up a little higher. How are you? Higher.
3: He said, seek my, my face He says, seek my face He says, hear my voice He says, hear my voice He says, hear my voice, hear my voice Hear my voice The day you hear my voice How not your heart I'm calling you high. I'm calling you higher so much more so much more so let your heart and soul say it. Yes.
1: Hallelujah Come on, give your God some praise. Hallelujah Give your God some praise Come on, y'all can can do better than that. You heard the psalmist. She said he's calling us higher, y'all. Come on, there's so much more for us to do than be stuck in the place where we've been. Come on, he's calling us higher. Hallelujah. God is calling us higher. Hallelujah. And I give him glory today. Hallelujah. For ministering to us even in song. Hallelujah. I give God the glory And the honor, amen, for this opportunity, amen, to stand before God's people, amen, not just speaking to H.O.D., but speaking to this entire world, amen, I give God the glory, amen, for being ready in this hour, amen, being available to be used in this hour, amen, I give honor to God, amen, who is definitely the head of my life, he is the leader, amen, he is first and last in my life, I thank God for saving me and sanctifying me and filling me with with his Holy Holy Ghost. Ghost. I thank God that one day he found me, y'all, hallelujah, bleeding and dying on the Jericho Road, hallelujah, and one day he poured in that oil and that wine, hallelujah. That's why I can stand here today no- decreeing and declaring, amen, that I've been set free, amen, hallelujah, because he poured in the oil and the wine, amen. I thank God, amen, that he pulled me out of the enemy's hand one day, amen, and he saved my sin-sick soul amen besides that amen god has been a healer amen he's been a healer of my mind and my body and my soul amen and i thank him for it this morning amen i thank god for our pastor today amen the best pastor this side of crowley texas amen none other than our own pastor jt mayberry amen i thank god for pastor trusting me amen to even preach all month amen i give god glory amen there is a word amen from the lord this morning. Amen. We're going to turn to the book of Zephaniah, the third chapter. Zephaniah is behind Habakkuk, right before Haggai, one of the minor prophets, Zephaniah. It's an Old Testament. I know we don't preach out of this book often. Amen when you have it say amen Amen praise the Lord Amen I'll wait for some I want us to be on one accord this morning Is that alright? Zephaniah 3 Is everybody with me? Amen praise the Lord Amen if you have it say amen if you don't have it say wait a minute Everybody with me? amen and it reads woe to her that is filthy and polluted to the oppressing city she obeyed not the voice she received not correction she trusted not in the Lord she drew not near to her God her princes within her are roaring lions her judges are evening wolves they gnaw at the bones to the morrow. Her prophets are light and treacherous persons. Her priests have polluted the sanctuary. They have done violence to the law. The just Lord is in the midst thereof. He will not do iniquity. Every morning doth he bring his judgment to light. He faileth not, but the unjust knoweth no shame, I have cut off the nations, their towers are desolate, I made their streets waste, that none passeth by their cities, are destroyed, the cities are destroyed, so that there is no man, that there is none inhabited, I said surely thou wilt fear me, that will receive instruction, so their dwelling should not be cut off. Howsoever I punished them, but they rose early and corrupted all their doings. Therefore, wait ye upon me, saith the Lord, until the day that I rise up to the prey. For my determination is, gather, is to gather the nations that I may assemble the kingdoms to pour upon them mine indignation. Even all my fierce anger for all the earth shall be devoured with the fire of my jealousy. For then will I turn to the people a pure language that they may all call upon the name of the Lord to serve him with one accord, with one consent. From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my supplements, even the daughter of my dispersed, shall bring my offering. In that day shalt thou be not ashamed for all thy doings wherein thou hast transgressed against me. For then I will take away out of the midst of thee Them that rejoice in in thy pride, and thou shalt no more be haughty because of my holy mountain. I will also leave in the midst of thee an afflicted and poor people, and they shall trust in the name of the Lord. The remnant of Israel shall not do iniquity, nor speak lies, neither shall a deceitful tongue be found in their mouth. But they shall feed and lie down, and none shall make them afraid. Pray that God bless the readers, the hearers, the doers, those that understand His holy word. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of our God. Amen. I don't, well, I didn't have a specific title this morning but god he gave me for the month of october five words to deal with and two i'm gonna touch on today but i'm gonna focus on one in particular god told me that he was going to rebuild and restore amen so I want to give you the definition, definition for rebuild. The definition for rebuild is to construct, to build something that has been damaged or destroyed, to restore to a previous state, previous going before in time or order, to make extensive changes in something, to make extensive repairs to something that has been damaged. The word re means to do something again amen letting you know that it's already been done before amen amen Amen. the old testament prophets were commissioned by jehovah the god of israel to hear the word of the lord and then to speak it out to the people whether or not they were willing to receive it or not just like some of us they are unwilling to hear What thus says the Lord I'm going to stop right here before I get started I want you to make sure that you have Your ears on this morning Amen I'm going to try to I want to preach it But I also want you to hear what God is saying To us Amen. Not just to our church To this world Amen. God has given me a warning For the world Amen and I know that y'all remember me saying That something was about to come upon us that we weren't going to be able to stand that we have never seen before. Amen. But God told me, I'm going to give you a warning for the people. Amen. I'm going to try my best to make it through this without crying. Amen. Because I have been carrying this for the last two months. I haven't been able to eat or sleep. I've been up two and three days at a time. Then I'll sleep one day and up again And God told me that he called me to be an end-time prophet because there was a word that the people needed to hear, not just at HOD, the world needed to hear. That God has given us opportunity after opportunity and that he was going to rebuild and restore. So if you got ears, I pray that you hear what God is saying to the church. Amen. I'm going to be preaching from Zephaniah because he is a minor prophet. You know, it doesn't make a difference whether he was minor or major. It just simply means the length of what his prophecy was, which was three chapters, which is why they call him a minor prophet. He he prophesied this back in the 7th century, y'all. So listen. God said Old Testament prophets were commissioned by God of Israel to hear the word of the Lord and then speak it out to the people, whether or not they wanted to hear it or not, whether they were willing to receive it or not. In many cases, the prophets weren't what we in the 21st century would recognize as prophets Instead, they were chosen for a short period and their only job was to hear what God wanted his chosen nation to know for that particular moment of time. I'm so glad to know that God chastises those that he loves. Is anybody glad about that this morning? That if God loves us, he loves us enough to tell us about our mess. Amen? Most of the time people get offended when the the prophecy or the word of God comes forth because we don't want to, we turn a deaf ear because we don't want to get out of our mess. Amen. But when God sends a warning, it's time for us to turn away from that stuff. Amen. Amen. But I'm so glad to know that he chastises me because he loves me. Amen. Look at your neighbor and tell him God loves me. That's why why he'll he'll always, always... or oh, y'all, oh, y'all say I'm wimpy, wimpy already. I'm Don't get scared. I ain't going to talk your about your mess, this, mess morning. this morning. Turn, Turn to and tell your, your neighbor. Say, God loves, God loves me. And I'm and so, I'm so glad that, that He does because he, does because he always tells me the truth about, about myself. The prophets were God's spokesmen, speaking for God in the times in which they lived as they went about their normal activities they would have a positive awareness that God had a message for them to give the people it was sometimes expressed as a burden for often it wasn't what the people wanted to hear and it made them very unpopular I know a lot of people don't like me and that's all right, because God declared who I am amen he said it made them very unpopular amen I'm going to help somebody today, though. There's a major difference between a prophet, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, and a prophet, P-R-O-F-I-T. As true believers in God of Israel, they knew it was impossible to isolate the sacred and secular parts of life into separate compartments and to stay and to say that the two don't mix. Oh, let let me say say that again because somebody mixed that. that. As true believers in the God of Israel, they knew it wasn't possible to isolate the sacred and the secular parts of life into separate compartments and to say that the two don't mix. I know that they couldn't do it because we can't do it. We don't know how to separate the secular from the sacred. We only know how to turn it on and turn it off When we come to God, Lord, have mercy. We turn on sacred when we step in the building on Sundays. We turn on secular when we step out on Sunday. We turn on secular Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we turn sacred. And God said we can't determine how to separate the compartments to say that the two don't mix. But Zephaniah was such a man, that he not only had his physical eyes open, but his spiritual antennas were alert to see what was going on in the world. This is important for us living in the 21st century, because Jesus was constantly telling his disciples then to be aware of the signs of the time. How many times have we heard, watch the signs of the time? People told us when we were growing up that with the signs of the time, that meant that we weren't going to be able to tell the summers from the winters and the winters from the spring and all of that. But how many know we've been experiencing that for at least the last 10 years? But we have seen some things we've never seen before last year, starting with the pandemic. We ain't never been in a pandemic before. We ain't never been without electricity before. We have never been without water to flush our toilets before. We ain't never fought over food before. We've never been in an argument with somebody at the store over a roll of toilet tissue. Nobody was on the internet selling Lysol before. Lord have mercy. I'm trying to show you, see, you're looking for the wonders and the summers. But I'm trying to show you that the signs of the time have already arrived. He said that he told the disciples to be aware of the signs of the time, to recognize the significance of what was happening in the world around them. As Christians, we have a duty to be both spiritually and socially conscious. But we're only socially conscious. We only know what the preachers say on Sundays and Wednesdays. We have no spirituality about us other than our soul that dwells on the inside of us. I know if you can't say amen, just say ouch. God said that we should be both spiritually and socially conscious to evaluate what's going on around us. I ain't talking about the news. I ain't talking about turning on CNN. I'm talking about your spirit, man. You ought to feel that when you go outside, the daylight don't even look the same. You step outside right now, it look like a whole new world. The sun don't shine the same. Oh, y'all don't want to have church this morning. The sun don't look the same. I, I cried telling, I was trying to explain to Brother Waylon and Sister Kinsey, y'all, Lord have mercy, i am I try not to cry. But people don't even look the same to me. I'm looking at y'all, but y'all don't look normal to me. What I see out of my eyes don't even look the same how I feel around people don't even feel the same. I don't even have a desire to eat food because I just don't feel the same. I sit and cry for the last two months. Pastor can tell you every single day I'm struggling when I do go to bed. I'm struggling in my sleep because I know that something is happening and I can't put my finger on it. But God told me, I've raised you up for such a time as this. He said the prophet's message was often a combination of foretelling and foretelling. I'm I'm going somewhere, so y'all stay with me. He said that the prophet's message was a a combination of foretelling and foretelling. F-O-R-T-H and foretelling it was a dual role they told forth god's message in their own situations personally how somebody can come to you and say hey god told me to tell you xyz that's that's fort telling personal while their world over, over 2,500 years ago, years ago, can seem to us, to us strange and remote. and remote in principle, in principle nothing, nothing has, changed. has changed. And we, and can, also we can also see, see equivalent, equivalent situations, situations in our, our day, and, day in and time. But, but in addition to foretelling, they, they also foretold what would, foretold would take place in the future as it would affect their, their nation even and their even their world. world. Listen very carefully. I don't care what you thought God said. The actions of men and women inevitably have consequences. And especially to those whom God has revealed his law. Y'all better stick with me. Listen to what God is telling us. He said, I don't care what you think I said to you all the years you've set up under the word of God. He said, but the actions of men and women would inevitably have consequences, especially to those to whom he has revealed his law. You got consequences, because you know right, but we do wrong, in other words. This is important because this is where we are spiritually anytime there is rebellion it will bring judgment upon the land but if there is genuine repentance God in his mercy and grace will bring about restoration and blessings I'm gonna a pause right here because a lot of times people come to church and think that this is all that it is to this I'm going to say, I'm going to get saved today. I'm going to cry. I'm going to shed a few tears and praise and worship. I'm going to go back home and do whatever I want because that's all it is to it. But when you close your eyes, you got to answer to God. Not to me, not to pastor, not the person sitting next to you. You got to answer to God. It said, inevitably, those who know the law got consequences. And God told me, y'all, he said, I want to restore and rebuild. But I can't do that because I got to set some things in order. Now, I know folk not going to like this, but I have to be obedient to the will of God. Modern day religion and its shallow focus on comforting the saints. Or are they the ain'ts? And prosperity messages have severely distorted the proper application of God's true word. I'm going to say that one more time because God told me to make sure I put emphasis on this part. He said, modern day religion. Y'all listen to what I'm saying. I didn't say relationship, I said modern day religion because that's all we got in the church now is religion. We got, got that all time religion where we looked apart. We played apart. We can make you think that we got it all together, but gonna leave this place and bust hell wide open. God said, modern day religion has its shallow focus on comfort and prosperity, and it has severely distorted the proper application of God's true word. Because the pastors want to feed you prosperity and how to get rich and that you got grace and you got mercy and we do. But the Bible also says that shall we continue in sin that grace abound God forbid. Yes, you got grace. But what you going to do with it? Even you as a natural human being, if you keep forgiving somebody for doing something wrong to you, after a while, you get tired. Because you'll be like, are you sorry that you got caught? Or are you sorry because you love me? God said that the whole thing with the people, the way the people preach now, have gotten a focus off of him and what he truly sent his word to do. Because the people want to make the saints comfortable. They want to pet their flesh, get their tithes in their offering. Because normally when you preach a harsh word, true, they don't pay tithes and offering that Sunday. That's the Sunday you get an offering. Even if it was your day to pay your tithes. Because you become offended instead of enlightened. You become offended instead of glorifying God for taking the opportunity to get you right we become offended by the word instead of saying lord here am i i hear you god i hear you speaking to me loud and clear we get mad i ain't going back to that church no more get slapped upside the wor- head so bad with the word sometimes we miss to get a break but god said prophecy and its proper function has suffered from tremendous distortion in the church he said rather than exhorting and bringing comfort to people from the revelation of God's will many claiming to be prophets have degraded the gifts to materialistic fortune-telling much prophecy of today, y'all God told me this y'all He said, much prophecy of today has become nothing more than repackaged psychic 900 numbers. Only difference between the prophet P-R-O-F-I-T and Cleo is that she ain't saying, call me now. She is on every other channel you scroll on Facebook, telling you, come on in, I got a word. I'm prophet such and such. I got a word for you $50 come on so that's to the $50 then look down at the people's pictures and try to figure them out. It ain't hard to know that if you a young woman possibly you have children and you're struggling. But when true prophecy goes forward Don't nobody gotta ask you a question about who God say you are. True prophets gonna tell you about you without even having to ask a question. In this hour, I'm going this way because God said, In this hour, we're being tricked and hoodwinked by the prophets. They're on the line making you feel good. Telling you about your houses and your cars and your money that come But I tell you all the time, how can I tell you that God's going to bless you when you're disobedient? You don't even bless your children when they're disobedient to you. You don't even give them uh, their their allowance during the week when they don't clean up like you told them to. You don't reward bad behavior. Where do you think you got that from? Oh, I hear you. Your mama. Well, where do you think your mama got it from? Her mama. Well, where do you think her mama got it from? There is a God who everything in him been placed in us over 2,000 years ago. Your, your actions, your characteristics, what you do mimics who you're supposed to be called to. But God said that now we've been tricked by these repackaged psychic 900 numbers. Everybody wants a card reading. They got all kind of, boy, I got in that new group that, uh, what is that? Bego. It's so many card readers. All night, folks up at, I, I wake, you know, if I, if I do go to sleep, I get up and I look at my phone and they all on there at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning and folks on there getting readings. If you're that desperate for information about who you are, get on your knees. The psychic, the psychic 900, 900 number can't help you. They don't, they don't have, you have a hell or a heaven to put win. you in. They can't tell you what say that, that says the Lord. They, they flipping over a bunch of, of cards that's been used and abused. And they, got they got a bunch of wicked pictures on them. them. God said that said, we've, been we've been now the, the church people. people. Y'all, these church, church folks doing this miss. mess. Not just, just sinners. The, the church, church folks, folks getting tarot card, card readings. The church, church folks is wearing cloaks around their neck, neck for peace and, you know, to give out love, love, love and unity and spread good energy. I thought that's what we were serving God for. He said, they that keep their mind on me, I'll keep them in perfect peace. He didn't tell me nothing about a cloak. He didn't tell me to put that around my neck, burn no sage. Sound like a witch witch and a warlock to me. Oh, I know y'all don't like this kind of preaching. Yeah, It's all right, though. I got to preach it anyhow. God said we focused on the predictions of temporary pleasures. Focus on people predicting temporary pleasures. What good does it do you for somebody to tell you, prophesied to you, you're going to get a car and a house and you can't put it in your casket? What good does it do you for them to tell you money cometh that you don't even know how to take out a little bit of money you got now? Some of us is robbing Peter to pay Paul because we eat our money up. Some of us is robbing Peter to pay Paul because we don't even know how to be a steward over what God has already blessed us with. But we want more money to cometh in the mail. We won't even pay our tithes off our income tax. But so we ain't never had that big, no, no, that's a big check. Don't get that big lump sum in and in a, see that, that big IRA, that IRA and the S. Coming in that bank deposit. Once you see that big check, then it's followed up by that good old stimmy from last year. Boy, we thought we was living how on the high. Everybody, baby, everybody had Malaysian down to their ankles. Nails. And this year, they're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Because we're looking for temporary pleasures. Many bearing true prophets, gifts, may fail to recognize the gift that they possess. Because their expectations are based on an overexposure to false prophecies that we see now. It is imperative imperative to understand understand that the nature nature of prophets prophets and prophecy has changed since since the old covenant dispensation. The prophets of of old spearheaded the advancement of God's God's people and operated with a different mantle. mantle. The mantle mantle that the prophets work work under now, they got got no prayer life. They don't even even fast. fast. They, don't, they see don't seek God. God. They, on- they online almost 8 to 10 hours a day conning you out of your hard-earned money because we're desperate. They don't carry the same mantle that the prophets of old did. The prophets of old, they were, they were here to spearhead the advancement of God's people, not just to get over on God's people like the prophets today. I said all of that to say this, I have a word from our God, foretelling and foretelling as I always do. Amen. God spoke to me and said, I will restore and rebuild this nation. I got excited like I know some of y'all just did because like all of us, we want what's in God's hand, but we don't spend time seeking what's on his face. We don't want to know what his heart's desires for our lives. We only want what he got for us, Sister D.D., chasing out the next blessing, chasing for the next Prophecy. God said but don't nobody want to Seek my face So I immediately began Thinking on all the shout you scriptures I said woo we going to go into women's month we gonna." I started looking for all the shout you scriptures And God said nope that ain't it I looked for another one Nope that ain't it either I went to another one I said oh this is it Because he said he came to pluck up And throw down and build up and That ain't it And God took me to the book of Zephaniah 3, 1 through 13. Now, I want y'all to listen carefully to the message version of what we just read. The title on this in the Bible here is called The Sewer City. Sewer City. It says, doom to the rebellious city. The home of oppressors, sewer city, the city that wouldn't take advice when I gave it to them, wouldn't accept correction when it was preached to them, wouldn't trust God when he asked us to, wouldn't even get close to their own gods who they created. Her very own leaders are rapacious lions. Her judges are rapacious timberwolves. Out every morning prowling for a fresh kill. Y'all listen, her prophets are out for what they can get. They're opportunists. You can't trust them. Her priests desecrate the sanctuary. They use God's laws as a weapon to maim and kill the very souls of God's people. Yet God remained righteous in our midst, untouched by our evil. He said he stays at it day after day, meeting out. Justice. At evening, he's still at it, strong as ever. But evil men and women without conscience and without shame persist in evil. So I cut off the godless nation. Y'all tell me, do this sound familiar? I knocked down their defense posts. I filled her roads with water and rubble. Oh, y'all better open up your ears. I filled her roads with water and rubble so that nobody can even get through them. Her cities were bombed out ruins. Houses are knocked down, ruined, unlivable, and now they're unlived in. I'm, I'm, pre- I'm reading from the Bible. I'm not making this up. He said, This is God speaking. I thought, surely, she'll, talking about our nation, honor me now. Accept my discipline, the things that I've already placed on y'all. Surely you would honor me. You've seen the damage that I can do. You've seen that I can destroy your city with water, make it unlivable, cause the house to be dilapidated, the people can't even drive through their streets. I just read it. I can make you fight over tissue. I can make it where there's no, have y'all been in the grocery store lately? Slim pickings. Y'all know what I told y'all a couple of months ago? I said, stock your houses. Because something is coming upon us where we won't have enough food. Did I not say that? God told me. He said, in this passage. He said, surely they'll turn to me now. After I brought all this trouble on them. I don't know about y'all, but I had a hard time not being able to flush my toilet. We emptied out three swimming pools in our complex trying to flush our toilets. Everybody around there fighting with buckets, with coolers, trying to fill up buckets of coolers to flush. That's one flush. Couldn't bathe. Going over other people's house to bathe. Using bottled water to brush our teeth and wash our faces. Are y'all listening? He said, Surely I thought by now that they would honor me and accept my discipline and correction and find a way of escape from the trouble that she's already in. Find relief from the punishment that I'm bringing. It's coming more is coming. He said, but it didn't phase you. Bright and early. You were up at it again doing the same old thing. So God said, well, if that's what you want, stick around. Here is my decree. He said, your day in court is coming. But remember, I'll be there to bring evidence to the courtroom on you. I'll bring all the nations to the courtroom to hear. I will round up all the kingdoms and let them feel the brunt of my anger. My raging wrath, my zeal is a fire that will purge and purify earth but he told me but he is in charge at the center of it all he said in the end I will turn things around for the people that obey me I'll give them a language undistorted and unpolluted words to address me in worship and be united I've never seen such a divided people Especially in a church, there will be no Baptist side, no Church of God of Christ, no Christ Holy Sanctified, no Presbyterian. We all gonna be in the same heaven. He ain't gonna say, Where are my Baptist sisters and brothers at? There is no separation, there's unity in heaven. He said, We're gonna be a united people to serve me with their shoulders, side, by side. They'll come from beyond the Ethiopian rivers. They'll come praying all my scattered exiled people will come home with offerings for worship. You will no longer have to be ashamed of all those acts of rebellion that you've committed. I'll have gotten rid of your arrogant leaders. No more pious strutting around on my holy hill. I'll leave a core of people among you who are poor in spirit. What's left of Israel, that's really Israel. Letting us know what's going to be left of us, that's really my church. That's really my people. They'll make their home in God. Their core is holy. They won't do nothing wrong. They won't lie, won't use words to flatter or seduce you, but they'll be content with who they are and where they are. Unanxious, they'll live at peace. Let's work it out. Zephaniah was a worried man as he surveyed the nation of Judah and the surrounding communities. And just like it is today, it was a case of gross wickedness and immorality. There was the most appalling spiritual darkness within the leadership of both the crown and the temple. When God told me that, I didn't understand what he meant of both the crown and the temple. But he said, there is a gross wickedness and immortality, immorality. He said there is the most appalling spiritual darkness with the leadership of both the crown and the temple for us today. Let me make that plain for the president and the government officials and the church is them against us. Oh, y'all can look confused if you want to. I told you before it started, listen with your spirit. There is a war going on in the spirit realm, y'all. And it is between the White House against the church. God told me, he said, the prophet was led to denounce them in a very strident Strided means loud and harsh terms about their sins. So Zephaniah saw very clearly that such a state of affairs could not continue unchecked. God told me, you make sure that these things don't continue to go unchecked. Oh, I see. You know, it, it's, it's, it's a hard thing when you got to preach and you look out at people who don't want to accept or acknowledge or don't believe. But you're going to be the one that's going to be running and knocking on my door. You're the, you the one going to pick up the phone and be calling me when this stuff go down. I'm telling you something I know, y'all. The Bible says it plainly. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So the prophet warned them of the coming destruction. In chapter 1, Zephaniah only got three chapters, y'all. It was all warning. In chapter 1, God told the people, I will sweep away everything from the face of the earth if you don't listen to what I got to say. He said, "I'll sweep away everything from the face of the earth," declares the Lord. And here, in chapter three, there was apathy. I ain't know what that was. God told me, in this one, is apathy. And I said, well, "Let me go see what that means." Let me tell y'all what apathy means. Like some of y'all, lack of interest. He told me, y'all, ooh, 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 he told me, listen to what I'm saying, y'all. He said there was apathy in this third chapter, lack of interest when it comes to God. There's a lack of interest. People don't care what God got to say no more people come to church to look at each other to be friends that's why people walk away from the church I thought it was something wrong with us but God said no it's because of a bunch of hell going on because people want to be friends and not saints of the most high God he told me there was apathy a lack of interest listen at this a lack of emotion and a lack of concern for the things that are coming. He said, and there's indifference in morality, both in state and in the temple. Oh Lord, let me help y'all. The word morality means principles concerning the distinction between right and wrong, good, And evil good and bad behavior he said there was apathy and an indifference there was a lack of interest and emotions and concern about coming to terms with the principles distinguishing between right and wrong it was a lack of interest whether somebody was doing right or whether they was doing wrong. It don't matter no more if you got good or bad behavior. God said this is where we are now. There is empathy and indifference, immorality, both in our state with our representatives and in the church. I'm going to tell y'all why it got so out of hand with the state. Because the church lost their way. Ain't nobody on the wall like they used to be. Don't, the, 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 the intercessors ain't on the wall because they too busy trying to make a name for themselves on Facebook. Ain't nobody crying out no more. They ain't got their face to the wall no more. The saints don't have their hand to the gospel plow no more because everybody trying to get their name called trying to receive their crown now God said there's no intercessors no prayer warriors nobody that's combating what the government is doing to our country so because the door has been left open and I know I'm not talking about leaving the door open like Bruno Mars I'm talking about the door of your heart he, he, trying to leave the door open for something else. God said the doors of our heart been left open. So the enemy can come and go whenever he get ready. And because of that, he's turned the hearts of our judges, the people in position, our president, y'all do know the president is really not in charge. And I'm not saying that because I'm saying God is in control, because I know that. But there are some people that make him make every decision that he makes. Whether he agrees or not, there is a cabinet that makes all the rules. And guess what? They don't care about right or wrong. I'm going to tell you why I know that. Because now boys can be girls. Whether you have a male private part, Or a woman private part you can be whoever you want to be they approve you to get a shot of for if you're a girl now to grow a mustache and a beard we'll call you James when your name used to be Jamie and they'll say that it's okay for Jamie to go in the bathroom with your little girl but she thinks she a boy Right and wrong. They don't care. They don't care how our children feel. To have little David coming in the bathroom with our little girls. Using the restroom. See, they introduced it to us a little while ago. When they came up with the men's, the women's restroom, and then the family. See, the family, anybody can go. And they eased it on us to accept people the way that they are. But I beg to differ. I know that if God gave you male parts, you are a man. I don't care how big you get, a double D to sit up on your chest, if you stop taking them shots, them estrogen shots, you will have a bosom full of hair. Cause you're still a man. I don't care what you change your name to on your birth certificate. I don't care that you said you can live this life because you trans and all of that. It is not acceptable to God. But it's acceptable in the White House. The people that call the shots. Because the church not doing what we supposed to do no more. Oh my God. God said, this is where we are. Folk don't care what's going on around them no more as long as it doesn't affect them. As long as it don't affect me, my foe, no more. As long as Timmy don't come in telling you he want to put on a skirt. Y'all do know that in Texas, they just passed a bill for the boys to play girl sports if they are transgendered and vice versa. They're already working on, if you're having a baby, this upcoming year, you don't get to put on the birth certificate that it's a male or female. Oh, let me help you today. You don't get to decide that no more. It's up to our children. What kind of world are we living in? My child can't pay bills, therefore you will be what God created you to be. Child get to determine. God told me, he said the truth of the matter is when one is in trouble, we are all in trouble. So Zephaniah said, she, talking about the nation, does not trust in the Lord. Her officials are roaring lions. Her prophets are arrogant. Her priests profane the sanctuary and do violence to the law. Just like he has done for us, God has allowed Judah every opportunity to, to abandon its wicked ways. I don't know how many times we've stood in this pulpit and said that God was exposing But at the end of the pandemic, I preached and oh, I got so many inboxes and calls because folks was laughing because I said, call me the pandemic preacher. I said, y'all can get mad if you want to, but I'm going to preach what God told me to preach. And I told the people, I said, God was exposing apostles and pastors and prophets in this hour. I said, your day may not be today, but it's coming. Have y'all seen all the mess going on with the pastors on Facebook? These men getting called out. They, these girls putting them on live, cussing them out for tr- having sex. Say, this pastor's been having sex with me. And since I told him, no, he won't pay my rent. Exposing the devil. Because see, we are embarking upon a time where the people that stand behind this, this is sacred. You won't get to live any kind of way and do this no more. This is over. That's over. Playtime is over. See, I know we've been preaching that and it's it's cute and it sounds good, you know, because it was a cliche. But now God brought it to our face. He said, playtime is over. Every person that graced the pulpit over every church in the United States will be exposed. Guess what? Not just the pulpit. You too. I told you earlier, he said it's inevitable that we all got cons- to an answer to the consequences. Every boy, every man, every woman, every girl, saint, ain't, apostle, preacher, bishop, prophets, evangelists intercessors I'm talking to all of you Playtime time is over God told me y'all he said that we we're embarking upon a devastating time embarking on a devastating time I said good God I thought that fighting over tissue was devastating. I thought not being able to eat was devastating. I thought losing loved one after loved one was devastating. My auntie is here. She can vouch for it. Just a couple of weeks ago, we lost two people in the same week, a mother and the wife to our cousin. His mama and his wife died. All he got is his kids. And I believe his brother's in the hospital fighting for his life with COVID. Y'all tell me God ain't, time is, and I'm gonna tell y'all though, they were saved. So I'm, I'm good in my spirit cause they sitting at the feet of Jesus. But how many of us going to die without him? Folks getting out of here, big caskets and little caskets. And we have the audacity to come to church and get angry. Over the word that a God who loves us enough to chastise us to give us another opportunity to tell us hey baby I'm trying to get your attention because this may be your last week I shared a picture on Facebook a couple of weeks ago the people were lined up and people were going up in the air 12 people liked it but I know a whole lot of people seen it people don't like that because it's in your face but you may not know your time you, you may not know, Sister Jaleesa, that your day is February 2024 on the 15th at 2.45. You may not know that, but God does. And every time he warns us, that gives you another opportunity to get your house in order. God told me. His patience had been demonstrated time and time again in the nation's history, both now and then. He said, I've demonstrated patience. I've demonstrated patience time and time again. But the time has come when it is almost exhausted his message is one of total and devastating but divine judgment don't make the mistake of thinking that these prophecies were applicable only to the nation of the seventh century that's why i told you what prophecy was in the beginning because God told me that I was to take that prophecy from Zephaniah in the seventh century, pack it and bring it to, with me to the 21st century. God told me what prophecy really means. He said, let's be aware that one prophecy may well contain four taste of events that still await a future fulfillment it didn't happen then oh y'all ain't getting it because y'all wouldn't have been quiet it didn't happen then it's happening now he said it's a foretaste Of events that still await a future fulfillment don't get it twisted the conflict the disorder and the confusion of this decade haven't taken God by surprise by no means necessary but there's every reason to believe that God has allowed us the same warnings of another great day of the Lord when the Bible talks about in Zephaniah another great day of the Lord that is when the prophecy goes forward today is another great day of the Lord because he gave us an opportunity to hear what was to come and this is a great day for you to say yes to God and no the devil. Lord have mercy. God hasn't torn up his laws. There's not more than one way to get to God. Jesus said it best. I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said nobody can come to God except my spirit draw them. You can't even come to God unless He invites you. Lord have mercy. Can you tell me how retarded that sounds for somebody to be invited to come where God is and you still won't accept the invitation? My God. He said I am the way. I die so that I can pave the way. I am the truth. I'm the truth of God's word in man form. I am the life. I came to give you life and that more abundantly. No man can come except my spirit draw you. You mean to tell me your spirit only drawing you to to kickbacks? Smokeouts, barbecues, funerals, weddings, because there's a whole bunch of them going on right now. Babies being born. That's the only thing your spirit is drawing you to at a time like this. God said, but yet we won't accept his invitation. He hasn't changed the way to eternal life. God said we are still expected to accept him as our personal saviors. We are still expected to lay aside every sin and the weight that so easily beset us. That word beset means get us off track. We are still expected to live according to the standards of holiness and righteousness. So every human being, listen to what God said, every human being is accountable to me, the creator, God. I said, why, did, why are you telling me to say the creator? I know you're the creator. He said, everybody don't know I'm the creator, God. There's a lot of gods out there that people are serving, but they need to know that I am the Creator, God. The Bible says, for every sense, y'all listen, Lord, for every since the world was created, people have seen the earth and the sky through everything God has made, they can clearly see His invisible qualities. His eternal power and divine nature. I'm gonna put a pen right there so I can back up. God told me this, y'all. He said, for every since, for every since, for every since. Y'all got that part? For every since, ever since the beginning of time. Ever since your mom and daddy hooked up, your daddy asked your mama for her number. He met her. They went on their first date. Got you. Your mama cried, screamed, hollered, got mad at your daddy, pushed you out. Every since you came into this world. For every since this world was created, it was created before you was even born. Y'all with me? Check out what God said. For every since the world was created, people, that's me and you have seen the earth and the sky, the sun, the moon and the stars, the sky, the rain. You have seen the earth and the sky through everything God has made. The birds, the bushes, the trees, plants, your children who stole your face that ain't weird to y'all that you made this human and you look at this person that stole your face and that's not weird to y'all you ought to really be weirded out your babies whoo they look just like you Ain't that weird that God even did that? He said, for everything God made. This is Bible. I'm I'm, I'm telling you the scripture. That's why I'm saying God made. They, talking about us, can clearly see his invisible, God's invisible qualities. That he is everywhere at the same time. I'm going to give you his invisible qualities just in case y'all don't know. That he is omnipresent. He is omnipotent, that means he's all-powerful, and he's omniscient. All-knowing God. You can see his invisible qualities by everything that he made. Am I right about it? His eternal power. We see all the hurricanes, the disasters, earthquakes, the fires and his divine nature he said he showed us all of this so they have no excuse for not knowing god look at your neighbor and say you got no excuse Every time you get out of your bed and your heart beat again, you got no excuse. That's an invisible quality that he caused your heart to beat on time. He caused my heart to beat on time way in Forest Hill, but Sister Alex and them live way over there in Timbuktu, over off of 35, and her heart beat at the same time. You mean to tell me that somebody way in Africa is over there praising the same God we praising today and their hearts beating on time. You mean to tell me the people in California who are two hours out from us, but they woke up this morning and their heart beat on time. That is an invisible quality and characteristic of a divine God that we serve. He said he did all of that. And yet, people are argue with you that it's science. That, I say, please show me the man whose legs is long enough to put that in his arm strong enough to throw that sun up there. Please tell me, show me that booger whose legs was long. He, you know, we done seen daddy long legs, but they ain't even close enough to reach heaven. Let me see the man that got up there and put every placed every star in the sky. And then named them one by one. Let me see that man that did that. Show me the man that could that told me all about me before my mama even knew who I was in her belly. Show me the man that got my hairs numbered on my head. That knows that I got a little graying going on now in uh this right here is section 132. Trying to tell y'all about the invisible qualities about our God. I'm talking about the God that knows that my number 188 got a split in, Sister DD. He said, I know you and I know the number of hairs I place on your head. He knows us better than we know ourselves. He said, I'm telling you like this so that you would know my invisible qualities his external power, and his divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing me. No excuse. God said you won't have nobody to blame if you leave from church today and miss heaven. Because the leadership in our churches, you know, people like to blame it on the church, you know. We done took so many hits over the last 10 years. Boy, I tell you, we got the blame and we just have to take it and keep it moving. But God said, it is because the leadership in our churches now have become, have been deduced to fornicators in the pulpit, adulterers in the pulpit. I know I ain't going to get no amens right here. Liars in the pulpit extortioners in the pulpit you know what an extortioner is one who is only after people's money that's why brother sister Alex and brother Brendan when you when I was told that about us I, t- I told you that is an absolute lie. Cause my Bible preaches against being an extortioner we don't go we don't work as hard as we do outside of church to come in here and steal nobody's money, money. and one part of the year nobody gives but guess what we still got lights we still got water We still got internet and phone. So you tell me who is the extortioner? Lord, have mercy. It's just when them dollars run out, people get scarce. Mm Hmm. He said there were liars and extortioners, poets. You know, poetic justice ain't gonna get us in these pulpits no more. He said there's poets in the pulpit and those with the gift of gab. He said, but there is a lack in power a lack in power, because all these people who call themselves prophets and evangelists and bishops and pastors and apostles, folks running around here now, apostles, and I ain't got no church. They, don't not, they ain't even not only, got, they ain't got their own church. Let alone churches under them. What in the world? Why are we so hungry for titles? When the world is the way that it is right now, he said, We're lacking power. He said, They are still shouting the people, shouting the church Offer old blessings, and don't have the courage or the power to look their congregation in the eye because it's too big and ties are too big and tell the people the truth. They don't have the power and the courage to tell people the truth about how they live. They don't have the courage to tell people about how to sacrifice. They don't have the courage to tell people how to give so that it'll be given unto you. They don't know how to tell people how to love, how to pray, and how to get God's ear because they don't know how to do it. God says, so we've been reduced to churches with no power. They don't tell you to get your house in order because a day is coming when every soul that has ever lived will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And I'm talking about soon. Look at your neighbor and tell them, she's talking about soon. Come on, soon, soon, soon. God told me, he said, there is a day coming when every soul that has ever lived will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. God told me, and it's coming soon. Look at your neighbor and tell them, God is coming real soon. I ain't talking about some pump junk, you know, that you heard from your granny and them when they were growing up, amen. I know we've been hearing it for a long, long time, but God told me, I'm coming soon. God said, yes, mankind sinned. And lost its paradise. But I still long to awaken within them concerns about our wickedness and a longing to return back to me. He said, yeah, mankind sinned and lost its paradise. Tell me what happened in the beginning. He said, but I still long to awaken my people. I'm talking about the remnant within us, the concerns about our wickedness and a longing to return us back to him. See, Zephaniah urged his listeners, and I'll urge you today. God told me to tell you to seek him. Seek the Lord. Do what he has commanded. Seek his righteousness. Seek humility. You will be sheltered on the day of the Lord's anger, if you obey. So, Shell, you told me in prayer this morning that you wanted a word from the Lord. Here it go. He said, tell the remnant. Because everybody ain't in here going to listen today. Everybody ain't going to listen. Y'all do know that, right? And I ain't trying to scare nobody, but everybody ain't going to get this today. But there are some people that already got it. God said, tell them to seek me. Do what I command in my word. Seek after righteousness. And seek humility. He said, and if you do this, you will be sheltered on the day of my anger. said he would rebuild and restore us but i want you to know it comes through repentance and faith in god he said i'm going to rebuild but you got to repent and i'm not talking about repent today and turn back tomorrow repentance means i'm sorry and i'm not going to do it again Put down the cigarettes. Put down your blunt. Put down your drink. Stop cussing folk out when you get mad. I know you're illiterate, but you got a bigger vocabulary than you think you do. God said stop. Today. And if you don't, You will not be sheltered from the day of the Lord's anger. He said that's the response that he's looking for out of us today, those that were here. He said we have nothing to offer towards our salvation. He gave it freely. Only repentance of our sins and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ is all we have to offer. There is no cheap grace. (laughs) Y'all heard that? He said, there is no such thing as cheap grace. You know, people always want to say, the Lord is gracious. He's merciful. He is. But listen to what God said. He said, there is no cheap grace. He said, the death of Jesus on the cross makes this abundantly plain. Grace wasn't cheap. Mercy wasn't either. The only difference is you didn't pay the price for it. But there is no cheap grace. When Jesus got up on a cross and died for ungrateful people like us, it wasn't cheap. It cost him his life. God said he made it abundantly plain when he put his son on a cross. We've been bought with a price y'all but while we live the offer of the day of the lord is still open come to god while you have the time the door of hope is left open for those who would dare to walk through it today god said there's a heaven to be gained and a hell to shun today today, not tomorrow, today. God told me that in order to rebuild, something has to be torn down. He said something is about to take place y'all real soon. And God is warning us so that we can be aware. We're about to experience something that our eyes have never seen before. Our hearts Won't even be able to contain it. Our families. Gonna be ripped apart. We're gonna cry. Day in. And day out. Y'all think we struggling now? You ain't seen nothing yet. God told me. We're about to experience something our eyes have never seen. The first thing I thought about is how the preachers like to get up and hold their ear and say, Eyes have never seen, neither ears heard, neither entered into the hearts of man, the things that I have prepared for those that love me. But God told me, Eyes haven't seen what we're going to go through. God said, He will rebuild with the same power. That he's gonna use to tear it down. He said those living in Judah had turned the worship of God into a fiasco. Not only had they built their own places of worship to revert to revere other gods, they called these places high places and worshiped all these idol gods in the Old Testament, but they had become began to desecrate. Y'all know what that word desecrate means? Violate and disrespect the temple. Which at that time was the dwelling place of God. As modern day Christendom, as modern day believers in Christ, God say we too made a mockery of worship when we live in open sin day in and day out. That's why we can't lift our hands in worship. That's why we got to squeeze tears out. That's why we have no natural affection. It ain't just because of the COVID shot. That's coming too. But it's because we live in open sin. God said, do you come before me with a false face? He know the answer. Week in and week out looking the part without acting it. God takes your life and your relationship with him very seriously and wants us to do the same about him. God sent his word today to turn hearts back to him. That's what he told me. I sent the word today to turn hearts back to me. Given fully an opportunity to every person that has ears to hear, let him hear what God is saying to the church. He said, given fully an opportunity to come back to me while we yet have a chance. My God, today, come on, stand to your feet. God has given us a chance to turn back to him. He know who you are. He know that you didn't turn away from him in word and in deeds. We've turned away from God. We've succumbed to the ways of the world and God said the time is now and the day that you hear my voice harden not your heart I'm going to pray a prayer over us today that God gave me now, if you want to come to the altar, you are very welcome to do so. But I'm going to pray what God gave me to pray over us. You don't have to be ashamed, y'all. Let me tell you something. It's time for us coming to church and being ashamed to come to the altar because ain't nobody else coming. This is not the walk of shame. This ain't to put nobody on front street. I don't care how long you've been saved. I don't care how much you cry out. I don't care about you speaking in tongue. God said today is the day. Hearten not your heart. Don't let your heart be hardened by the way you've lived. Come through over here, Sister Kendall, so you can come over this way. Come on, everybody! Put your hands up towards heaven. Close your eyes. That way, you won't see who walk into the down the aisle. Come on! This is a war cry. We are fighting for our souls. Voluntarily. not involuntarily i don't want god to i don't want to wait till god does something and then i run to him Mm-mm. i want to do it today why he told me today is my day because he said playtime is over we know how to do church <laughs> but we got to be the church God said we are the examples that other people that don't know him will see. How are you representing? How are you representing your God? I'm going to pray a prayer. Come on, everybody lift your hand towards heaven all the way. Come on, don't be afraid. Come on, say, Lord, I heard you. I heard what you said to me. Not to my neighbor. Not the person sitting behind me. Not the people across the way from me. I heard what you said to me. I don't know my day. Nor the hour that you're going to call my name. But I want to be ready when you call me. I'm going to pray a mass prayer over every person. Come on, I want you to get it in your heart that today is my day. I'm not leaving here the way I've been coming in. I'm not doing that no more. I'm not coming in here looking for church as usual. Something got to break off of my life today. Because I know that there's a lot of people in here that want to love God that want to live holy, that loves God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind. I know that. Because God told me so. So Holy Ghost, I decree and declare in this house that you deliver your people. Break every chain Break every yoke. Set the captives free. We destroy every assignment that the enemy has for our lives. For we know you have a plan for our lives, God. You said, I know the plans that I have towards you that I think. you thoughts of good and not of evil to give you a hope and a future so God we ask that you drive back the gates of hell that they not prevail against us during this prayer time we bind the enemy that will get in our ear even now to distract to disrupt to keep me from surrendering my will for your will in the mighty name of jesus there is no god likened unto our god he is the god that saves he told me to tell you this y'all he is the god who saves He is the God who delivers. He is the God who sets free. He is the God who uproots, plucks down, and he rebuilds again. He restores. We have no reason to be afraid of who he is. God said, most of you who came in looking for a breakthrough today is going to get a breakthrough today. Those that came in looking to be set free was going to be set free today. He said, those that come with a sincere heart, the Bible says it like this, a broken heart and a contrite spirit, God will in no wise cast aside. He take the foolish things to confound the wise. God said, when you are weak, then he is strong in your life. But you got to be real about who you are. Be real about who you are. God says somebody can't want to be set free in their mind. Being tormented in your mind. Tormented in your sleep. Tormented by fear. Tormented by what you don't have. Tormented by things to come tormented about where my life is going to go? Am I going to have what I need? Am I going to be able to provide for my children? Where will we end up? God said he came to give that person rest in their minds today. God said he want to transform the minds of his people today. Come on, but he said you got to take the first step. He got to know that you're desperate for him. We often time come desperate for God in the wrong way. But it got to be in such a way that by any means necessary, I'm going to get what I came down to this altar to get today. By any means necessary, I'm going to get what I came looking for today. I can't go home like I came in this church because my life depend on it. My mind depend on it. My family depend on it. My finances depend on it. My children, they depend on it. I can't leave here. The way I strolled in. I'm not making light of the way I've lived, disobedient to you, contrary to the word of God. I admit my wrong today, God. And I want to repent for doing what felt good to me, oh God, glory to your name, God, hallelujah. You haven't sinned against me, y'all. God said we've sinned against him and only him. We have all fallen short of the glory and the honor of our God. We, as the church, have dropped the ball. We have our mind on everything else. But what our main focus should be in the church. And that is to be saved, set free, delivered, and live a holy life, pleasing and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service you're not asking us to do something that we cannot do it can be done i speak the spirit of obedience in every person today that has their minds made up that for god i live and for god i die come on somebody open your mouth and say that say for god i live and for God I die. Say it out of your belly. Come on. Say it with some conviction. Come on. Say for God I live. And for God I die. Say that you have no dominion over my life. Over my characteristics. You have no dominion over my thoughts. What I speak out of my mouth. But I will do exactly what God has commanded me to do thank you for calling me a servant today thank you for calling me a friend of yours today God thank you for coming to see about me today God thank you for restoring and rebuilding me today God in the spirit realm come on thank you Lord for doing what I asked you to do for me God Come on, open up your mouth. Come on. Don't leave this place the way you came, y'all. Come on, say, rebuild me, God. Rebuild me, Lord. Turn me down, God, where there's pride. Turn me down, God, where my, my will is stubborn, God. And rebuild me. In the name of Jesus if he can redeem us he can rebuild us y'all if he can redeem us he can rebuild us i want to ask god to rebuild what is broken in our families in our homes today god gave me specific instructions to pray he told me to rebuild what is broken in our families for him to comfort you and your loved ones after your losses, to strengthen you for overwhelming trials ahead, expected and unexpected, to bring harmony and healing to strained or estranged relationships in our families. God said he is bringing sisters and brothers, mothers and daughters, fathers and sons back together again. God said if you have unsaved older children that he's going to save your sons and daughters. This is all taking place in the rebuilding process. You know as God when we know how our children are. We know where they are. And I ask God to rebuild what is still broken inside of you. Some of us are struggling with things that happened to us when we were children. God told me that he was going to teach you the secret of contentment with which you can face any setback or disappointment to give you wisdom, And discernment, patience, and joy in the work that He has called you to do. He's going to meet you every single day in prayer. He said, Get a prayer time. If it's one o'clock today, it needs to be one o'clock tomorrow. He said, He's going to meet you in that place in prayer and in your word every day from this day forward I'm talking to the people that got their mind made up he said he want to show you some things teach you how to live teach you how to live holy He says, to once, for all, purify and refine away any sin that entangles you. He said he's going to purify us from this day forward. Every day, something's going to fall off. Every day, something's going to fall off. Every time you go in your prayer prayer posture, something's going to fall off. He said he's going to purify and refine away any sin. He's going to burn it off. He said if you ask him and trust him to do it, he's going to do it right now. He said if you ask him and you trust him, ask him right now. Come on. Say, Lord, you said meet you in prayer. I'm in prayer right now. Come on, tell him purify and refine. Break off those sins that entangle me. Do it for me now, God. In the name of Jesus, come on. I'm not going to stop till you get what you need. Come on. I'm not going to stop till you get what you need. He said, if you ask him and trust him, He said, you then will be like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes. For its leaves remain green and it's not anxious in the year of drought." For it does not cease to bear fruit. God say from this day forward, those that have their minds made up the remnant, you will be fearless. Listen to what God is telling us. You will be fearless. I don't care what you come up against when people don't believe what you say out of your mouth. God said you'll speak it and you'll be fearless. He said you'll be satisfied with who he's called you to be. And fruitful. And even though we are about to experience more confusing, troubling, and heartbreaking and Thank you, days. you so much for joining us today. The Lord has truly been great to HOD and listen we are on the move. If you would like to partner with us because we're still trying to reach our goals and our, with the endeavors that we have in place if you would like to join us all of our giving information will be at the bottom of the screen. Make sure to join us every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. for our worship experience along with our Wednesday nights rewind services. God bless you. Stay tuned. Hod is on the move. This is a. Our-
2: production.